0: Oh. Welcome back to another episode of the Vibes and Gems podcast. If you are new to the podcast, welcome, welcome. And if you are a returning listener, welcome back. Thank you guys so much for checking in with your girl. As always, make sure you follow the official podcast Instagram at the Vibes, the letter N, Gems podcast. Also, make sure that you follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Nare Nicole N-R-E-I-N-I-Q-O-L-E. Also, make sure you follow my other baby, Noreom for some affirmations midweek check-ins flow fridays and i also have some really good content coming up on there as well so make sure that you're following me and you can stay in touch you can kind of stay in the loop about everything that's going on so yes so it is officially march okay you guys i know that we've been pushing through for this moment because as we know in at the end of march in aries season that is the official new year y'all it is the official new year it is the time where we'll really kind of just start to feel rejuvenated, right, the spring equinox, um, the time of flourishing, growing, all of the things that we have shed in the winter, lessons that we have learned, um, losses that we have took, whatever, we start to kind of see the fruits of our labor, right, Um and I know that I've been saying this since the end of last year. A lot of the times we get so caught up on like the calendar new year thinking that everything is going to have to change in on January 1st in January in February and that's not really realistic simply because I mean the season doesn't change until the end of March. Um, and that's when we really start to kind of feel a little bit lighter. Right now we have a um, solar storm going on um, and it feels like it's like a retrograde or a full moon. We do have the full moon coming on um, March the 7th, which will be in Virgo, which is my sun sign, Lord, okay, um, so if you have any Virgo placements, um, you would definitely probably feel that energy, so check your houses and check your, um, your placements, right, because it'll let you know kind of where you might have, some type of energy or your focus may be just naturally and then with this solar storm I feel like it just has everybody anxious and on edge and in their thoughts and their emotions I know me girl you girl been crying I don't even and I'm a cry baby okay but I don't even be no like I like literally just be crying like I like when I feel something I cry and I think that's just like what's needed like I'm a pretty emotional person n- not in a bad way sometimes it can be bad I'm not gonna lie right um But like I can be a pretty emotional person and like I don't know lately it's just kind of been like when I just feel something whether I'm happy, whether I'm sad, I just want to cry. So allow yourself if you're feeling emotions, if you're reflecting your dreams might be weird during that this time too. It's also Pisces season. As we know Pisces is a sign of like delusion and illusion. Um... And so, it'll start getting into, like, those subconscious delusions and illusions that we feel. Um, Pisces is the opposite sign of Virgo. So, Pisces is kind of like the... Virgo is the warmth. Pisces is kind of like the coldness. It's kind of like the, you know... I don't know how to describe it. It's just opposite of warmth, right? Um, Kind of like day and night, in a sense. Um, So... You may find yourself, depending on where you have Virgo placements or Pisces placements in your chart or houses that are in Pisces, dealing with emotions in those particular areas, um, or even if you're a mutable placement, so Pisces, Sad, Gemini, Virgo, um, you might have... um some difficulty in those areas during this time so just make sure you kind of like check if you're into birth charts and stuff like that um I'll be checking because it makes sense like I didn't understand like I was like why do I feel the way that I feel like I know that it's Pisces season so I expect it to feel a little on edge and now that I think about it like when I go back and I think about like previous times like normally Pisces season is like the most difficult for me as a Virgo because it's like literally the other side of me. Like it's the darker side of me, the shadow side, right? Um, and I'm having to dig deeper and I'm wanting to dig deeper into different things. So you might find yourself doing that if you have regular placements, it doesn't necessarily have to be in your big three or even in just your Venus. You may find yourself learning lessons during Pisces season. Um, and then just in general right now with the seasons, as we are entering out of, I'm mean, not, I'm sorry, exiting out of winter and entering in to spring, you will definitely find yourself kind of like. Just want to do a lot more shedding just naturally, right? We got some full moon energy approaching. So that's one of the things. But not only just that, just with the seasons and us getting out of um out of winter into spring. You may find yourself the first couple weeks in March being like, I need to purge, I need to release, I want to throw this. That's why we call it spring cleaning, right? Spring cleaning. Um is a time where you just have that urge, just get yourself ready for the season, kind of dig deeper. So allow yourself to do that. Um, Allow yourself to purge, allow yourself to release, which kind of brings me um, to the point of today, which is going to be the present part two, um, which is how we should like really get rid of the past, the past projections, the past um, perspectives, thoughts, um, and our attachments like our toxic attachments to the traumas, um, and just things that we have a ability to cling on. It's best that we know ourselves. And when you know yourself, you know how to get through it. When you know your weaknesses, you know how, your strengths. And when you can identify what your weaknesses are and how you are going to, you know, handle those weaknesses, how you're going to kind of make them stronger and how you're going to handle your current strengths and how you can balance them out to kind of work in your favor you're able to stay more present so recently um this week on monday actually i had a um therapy session i graduated from therapy last year like the end of the year i want to say like maybe december november i graduated from therapy and it was kind of like if you want to talk to me as needed to vent you know, you can hit me up, and I was like, well, can we do quarterly, like, every three months? Um, Just kind of, like, check-ins, and so I had to check-in with her, and um, it's so crazy how you receive, like, confirmations through other people, because I was just kind of telling her, kind of, like, how my last couple months have gone since I last seen her in November, so, like, how December, January, February were pretty much going for me, and just kind of, like, things that I was reflecting on, how I'm trying to bring it together, and how I'm trying to stay more present. And I realized just in talking to my therapist that it's actually quite simple. Um, (laughs) A lot of the times when we are so caught up um, in our mind, and we're literally caught up in our mind most of the time is because we're trying to reflect on, we're trying to make things make sense of the past. And one thing that I've realized is certain things may not ever make sense, certain things you may never have the answer to, the closure you need, the clarity you need, whatever, you just may never. Some of those conversations won't be had, some of those experiences won't be had, and literally you have to accept the simple answer of this is just how it was supposed to go. This is just something that I needed to learn from. This is just something I needed to experience. And the reason that is, is because a lot of the times we're in our head because we're trying to piece answers together from things or people or experiences outside of ourselves. Things that really were not in our control. And we try to basically, we stay in our head because we're trying to figure out how to control it. Like, how we can make sense of it? How can I find, like, the way to control? And as I always say, and one thing I've constantly been learning is, like, we are not in control of what we think we are in control of. We are only in control of ourselves. And once we master um, ourselves and our mind, we're able to have a better experience experience, um, at this thing called life, right? It doesn't mean life keeps life in. And I think one thing about the journey of life you realize is, you know, it's so funny when I look back uh, (laughs) at how when I started doing the work on myself, years ago I literally thought okay once I do the work life is gonna be a breeze and that's just not the reality like it's just not how it happens you know it's you know we want it to happen a particular way we want life to be a breeze we want everything to just be easy and flow and once we get to certain certain realizations it's like okay from here on now I know how to protect myself I know how to do this I know but honestly life keeps life and baby you're gonna continue to learn lessons you're gonna continue to gain wisdom you're gonna continue to go through experiences but it's important important that we gain habits that help us stay afloat, habits that bring us back to the center of ourselves, habits that say, you know what, maybe it's just, maybe the reason, like, maybe I just have to, ex- like, just go with I just don't like the way that certain things make me feel and that's just that instead of just diving so deep into it where it's causing me to be in like a mental prison or maybe I have to just accept things of okay well that's just how it was supposed to go right you can literally yearn for certain things and yearn for understanding and you have to find that understanding within yourself you have to find that reassurance within yourself a lot of the times we stay so caught up in our mind and our past and our emotions and our traumas and it doesn't mean that it didn't exist, right? We can know that things exist without having to literally tattoo them on our skin, right? I literally, um, in somebody that like wears my feelings, my emotions, I'm such a passionate and intense person. And I realized that that's good to a certain degree, but it's not always good, right? That kept me in cycles, that kept me in certain mental mindset and perspectives. Um, and I realized that is not conducive for actual growth growth is learning new ways to adapt creating better perspectives creating better realities for myself by changing the way that i think by changing the way that i react by changing my emotion my emotions in positive ways right because sometimes that intensity can be crippling and can kind of leave you stagnant um and just feeling like you're in a constant battle, it can create an internal war. And when you start to kind of look at your past without judgment, when you stop looking at people of your past with, that, with judgment and um, get out of that phase of victimhood, then you're able to really be like, you know what, we're all a mirror. we are all a mirror. We all mirror each other um, in different ways. Our struggles, our battles may not be the exact same, but there is some type of, there's some type of commonality there. And so as you start to reflect and as you start to approach things from a non judgmental standpoint, it does not mean that it didn't happen to you. It does not mean that you're allowing a situation to slide, right? No, it doesn't mean that. It's just meaning that you're accepting of Uh, a situation, an experience, um, or whatever that occurred and you're just making peace with it, right? Forgiveness and, um, approaching things without judgment does not mean that you are weak. It means that you have the power to push forward and not allow things to control your life because as they control your life, um, you are not able to really be in receptive mode. And I'm just in a place where now I'm just so thankful for my friends and, like, you know, um, my mom, like, in my siblings to be able to be in a place now to where I'm not just constantly pouring, pouring, pouring into people, but I'm also putting myself in position to be receptive of my friends pouring into me and showing up for me. And that's something that I hadn't allowed myself to do for a very long time because my mind, I just always kind of made myself feel like I have to help people. I have to like, I have to be like the problem solver. Like I'm so nurturing. I'm so passionate. I'm so this, I'm so that. And it was making me stay stuck in, cycles mentally right in perspective that I didn't necessarily that I didn't necessarily need to be in right and so I wasn't able to be present for my blessings or be present for the present because in my head I'm thinking okay what's next is this gonna end up like this is that gonna end up like that oh oh my god am I gonna do this and that's all anxieties from the past when we get those intrusive thoughts um it's due to our past like it's due to our fears, it's due to just worry, right? A lot of our fears and worry come from our past and other people. And when you really realize that, and you have to ask yourself, and one practice that I do, um, when I do feel overwhelmed, I don't care if I just get like, like overwhelmed just any point of my day, I just take deep breaths. I take my hand and I put it over my chest. And I take, well, my right hand, I put it over my chest, like over my heart. And I take my left hand and I put it over my belly button. And I just, I, like I told you guys last episode, I do like the 777. And I, you know, breathe in for seven. I hold for seven. And I exhale for seven. And I keep telling myself, I am safe. This is not that right? This moment in time is not the moment that my last boss pissed me off at my last job or that, you know, me having this honest conversation with my friend is not going to end up how my honesty, you know, in the past may have led to some conflict, right? Or me deciding to dive into this new project doesn't mean that I'm going to fail at it. Like just, Taking those breaths and letting myself know that in this present moment, I'm not at harm. And when I feel like I'm at harm, I know how to, I now have created um, just different Healthy coping mechanisms that have helped me separate myself in order to protect myself in a way, but I had to realize that everything is not a threat. And the reason I thought that everything was always a threat is because I was constantly living in my head and in my past, not trying to create the same mistakes, not trying to have the same um, emotions and feelings. And I realized that as people, you know, like, I used to be at a point where I didn't understand like when people automatically went to the worst case scenario, right? And they said the most negative shit. And I realized like I was doing it in another way that people weren't doing it. They were just doing it in a different way. And it made me sit there and think like, damn, the way, the reason I feel that way is because my body got so adjusted for years to a certain chemical reaction that even just that moment where things are just too calm, I'm finding a way to kind of bring in some chaos in my mind and overthink about why it's so calm. And so it made me understand people that may have a certain perspective. It doesn't mean that it's right. But me kind of like being on edge and like overthinking things isn't right. It's not fair to myself, right? It's not fair to myself either. And so... I realize like we get attached to those negative chemical reactions that we've experienced, especially if we've constantly been triggered to experience those things. And we've may been put in positions where we didn't feel safe or we didn't feel seen and we didn't feel heard. And we're trying to put ourselves in position to where we're trying to control that so that we know what's next. And in this thing called life baby, you never know what's next, right? You gotta be open and receptive to expect the unexpected, but in good ways. Stop expecting the unexpected in bad ways or the worst case scenarios because you're taken away from yourself, like I said. You know, when you start having those moments where... You need to call your power back right, and really kind of ground yourself and call your power back from your intrusive thoughts, call your power back from your traumas, call your, your tr- power back from your, those triggers. You have to find healthy coping healthy coping mechanisms um, to do so. So as you guys know, I've, since I started my podcast years ago, I had started talking, even before I had a podcast, if you follow me on Instagram and Twitter, I think I talked about this on Twitter like in 2019. Um, but one thing that I always, always do is when I'm feeling a bubble of emotions, I journal that shit out and I burn it. Um, and that's a healthy release, right? Because it's important to address how we're feeling in that moment. And it's also important to address why we're feeling what we're feeling in that moment. Is it a trigger from your past? Is it like an unhealed wound? Why are you feeling the way that you're feeling and releasing that? So that in the present, you can call in more of what you want and more of what you desire. Sometimes we are so caught up in what we don't want to feel, what we don't want to experience, what we don't want to be disappointed about, um, what we don't want to be let down about, what we are trying to avoid, that we end up calling it in. That that literally, um, it it causes restrictions. And uh, Like I said in a previous episode, the episode that that with me and my mom was like, sometimes we're our own karma. Like sometimes it's not nobody else wishing bad or sending you the evil eye or praying against you, baby. You're praying against yourself. Your mind alone, your past, your traumas, they're praying against you. You're creating this reality. If you think that everybody has control over you and you have no control, you've already lost the fight. You've already lost the battle. You've literally given somebody else the tool and given your intrusive thoughts, the tool to control and rule your life. And that's how we see people where they're like, dang, if I could go back in time and start over, I would have did this differently because they allowed their ego, they allowed their trauma, they allowed their fears, their worry, their past to just kind of create a pathway for them. And they created all of these different, like they created this, this. This pathway that create that had more hurdles than it was supposed to, all because they couldn't get out of their head, all because they couldn't can take control of their thoughts. And this is something I'm actively working on. You know, I've been doing um, shadow work, um, journal prompts, along with just my regular journaling. And sometimes I don't have to journal every day. One thing I'm dedicated to is doing my my shadow work prompts. And when I start doing those shadow work journal prompts, um, I've been finding them on Pinterest, or if I see them on TikTok, if I see these people post them on Instagram, Twitter, whatever, right? As I'm sitting there reflecting on those shadow work and it's starting to kind of like, you know, you're having to reflect on those past moments that kind of initiated a certain trigger or traumatic experience um, or fear in you, you realize, God damn, this one event from like when I was like eight, really is still holding, like it got me in a choke hold. And I'm not eight anymore. I'm not in the mindset of that eight-year-old self. Like, I kind of overcame that. And then you realize, like, how much more resilient you were when you were eight or when you were 15 or when you were, like, how you kind of maneuvered. And it was just, like, me constantly thinking about, like, I moved on beyond that. Like, I, I was victorious over that experience. And somehow I'm still allowing it to control me. Like, even though it wasn't the best experience, like I'm victorious over it. But for some reason, I still want to see myself as a victim and me still wanting to see myself as a victim, not because I'm addicted to victimhood, but I just kind of like. I don't know, like, and and I'm not in that place anymore, but it made me realize like those moments where I was in victimhood years ago, or even when I have my moments, I'm human, right? Where you kind of like are so upset or disappointed or let down that you kind of are like, oh, you're just soaking in it. And you're like, oh, I just can't believe da. da, da, da." And like I said, and I always say, I got to a point where I'm like, okay, so what the fuck you gonna do about it? Like, how are you going to transmute this energy? and that's how you stay in the present when you transmute that energy and make it work for your good and you are put yourself in receptive mode to receive the things that you want to receive by letting go of the things that you don't want to receive and that you don't want to experience baby you can live life you can learn how to to balance that stuff out you can learn how to bring yourself back home to yourself you can learn how to allow people in you don't have to live in a way it like it Like, live in a way to where you're walking on your own eggshells. A lot of the times, you're not walking on the eggshells of other people. You're walking on your own shit because you're just so caught up in the mind. The mind is a powerful thing. Your thoughts are powerful. They literally pave your experiences, guys. They literally do. And, you know, I'm not always in the most positive mindset. Like, I don't even joke about shit that I don't want to experience anymore. And I'm so thankful for the people that I have in my life that got me out of that mode. Like my friends, like, and my mom, like the, my therapist, my life coach, like they the MVP, right? Sometimes we need help. We need help in order for us to be able to enjoy the present. Me, and I know a lot of people hearing this, is like, Kia, are you saying this? Like <laughs> the people that know me are like, you saying this? Because honestly, I Like, me and my cousin um, and my childhood best friend were literally just talking about this. Like, we talk about this all the time. Like, I was always the mom friend ever since we were, like, kids. Like, I was always the one making sure everybody was okay. Adopting that, that role of, like, are you okay? How can I show up? How can I help you? And it's, like, you think that is cute, right? When you're, like, 7, 8, and you look back, like, oh, But it's not because I didn't know how to receive. And so now my friends are like, how can I show up for you? Like, how can I be there for you? And it makes me emotional. (laughs) Um, Sorry, I'm getting emotional talking about it. It Me emotional because I've come a long way. Right. I didn't think like I used to think like people don't want to show up for me. And it wasn't that people didn't want to show up for me. It's just like I didn't know how to show up for me without showing up. Like, I didn't know how to show up for me for real. Like, I just knew how to show up for other people. I made myself a martyr. And being your, being a martyr is not a badge of honor, okay? It is very um, constricting. It is very um, limiting. It is very, it's just not good. Because you're not allowing yourself to really dig deep and heal what you need to heal in order for you to be more present. And so, you know, I've over the over this time and I want to say like over the last year is when I've really opened myself up in ways that I didn't and sometimes when I've opened myself up right it didn't always turn out the way that I expected and that comes with it and I had to learn that I can't escape that right I can't always escape like things not working out for my good or the way that I not not working out for my good because regardless if things don't work out the way that you wanted to they still work out for your good but like I couldn't escape that like you can't escape ex- the feeling of disappointment but you have to learn how to deal with it right in the present you can't escape the feeling of being let down right because it happens sometimes people disappoint us let us down and they don't mean to and sometimes they do and you just have to take it and you have to charge it to the game and I know that sounds like what right your ego wants you to feel like no I gotta you know do something about it like won't ever let nobody make me feel like that or do that and da 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 and And that's just the ego talking baby that's just the ego the ego will have you so fucked up and far in your mind that it will lead you to depression anxiety fear worry stress and we display our egos in different ways sometimes your ego is not raw sometimes your ego is thinking that you can you know, make sense of a situation, right? Because you just feel like there's just no way that it had to happen like that or, you know... Um, it went like this or you felt that like it just is your ego and it all goes back to just certain feelings and emotions that we felt in childhood. And then even when we get new experiences, if we're unfamiliar with it, we have a tendency to be guarded and defensive towards it because we can't predict what's going to happen. So that's where self-sabotage goes in and self-destruction comes in at, And, you know, um, just these restrictions that we place on ourselves, right like self sabotage that's a restriction self destruction that's a restriction um you know your ego is supposed, you're supposed to have a healthy balance with it cuz sometimes you need your ego sometimes you need to talk your shit and know that you are Her or you for the fellas that are listening that you him right sometimes you need to know like no I don't I'm not deserving of this work environment I'm not deserved like no I don't no this is not what I deserve or you know friendship dating whatever it is right you have the right to be like no I'm uh uh this ain't. And that's okay. But then sometimes you have to bring yourself back to reality, right? When your ego starts playing tricks on your mind and making you, making you think that you have to know the answers to everything, that's your ego. And so your ego um, is needed for protection and for um, when the moments that you need to stand up for yourself, right? In positive ways. And so when you're constantly living in your state of ego, you're constantly living in a state of... The past in a sense right because you're just your ego just got to a point to where you just refuse to allow yourself to be vulnerable you've refused your refuse to allow yourself to see the here and now the present because your ego got you thinking nah we're not gonna experience that no more we're not gonna go through that no more we're not about to we're not about to do it baby and you know it's like I don't know like I said as you reflect on the way that things certain energies show up in your life, right, Um, the way that you present certain things, you start to look at other people from a less judgmental point of view, right? Um, My life coach uses this example of, um, she was talking about how her dog, um she was like they were going for a walk and he just started it was like a bird minding his business not even doing anything to it and he just started barking and growling and just like doing the most and so she was like getting irritated with him like what you doing you doing all of that for no reason ain't nobody even did nothing and she said she stopped and was like "Ooh, wait hold up <laughs> is that me That's a mirror. That's me sometimes. And so when we start seeing the us and like, you know, in other people and we start looking at that mirror, you kind of be like, hmm, I may not do it exactly like that, but I kind of do that. And that helps you kind of just let go of some shit and just stay focused on the present you know and work on yourself that's the only thing that i can say when you are so focused on working on yourself and getting better and not allowing your your past to hold like control your mind not allowing things that are not working in your favor to control your mind not allowing past people past events um disappointments letdowns even if it was a week ago it don't have to the past it's not always months ago or years ago sometimes it's two weeks ago you still mad about the person that cut you off in the middle of the street so anytime you see a car similar to that car you're you take yourself back to that person that had that same whatever 2 weeks ago that cut you off and now you're mad and you're amped up again and your body's having a physical reaction. And I realized like I said, we are so a lot of us are so used to those the chemical reactions that our body has to certain negative shit that we don't even know how to ex ex like experience the good emotions that we feel why we always question the goodness and question the balance and question just the peace and calm but we don't question like the destruction and chaos in the same ways it's like we want to dig deeper into the 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 chaos and the the you know bad shit right but we don't want to dig deeper into like the good feels and it's like it just kind of shows like In like just like we say in society, for whatever reason, the bad things, the toxicity, like it overrides the good. Like the good is typically overlooked until you get to a place of where the good, the the toxicity and the bad is no longer working for you, and you're realizing how much it is more so of like a thrill and your body's chemical reaction is so used to it. And that's how we get into experiences where people deal with trauma bonding and friendships and relationships and jobs, right? Um, Karmic situations, karmic relationships, right? Because it's like you kind of are able to You see people like in karmic friendships, relationships, family relationships. Karmics are not always like intimate relationships, right? Um, But people get so addicted to them because they get addicted to the darkness of it, right? It gives them a different reaction. It gives them a different way that their body feels. And then you get to a point of where it no longer works for you. That darkness no longer works for you. And to be honest, some people never really get to that place of getting out of that darkness or craving for that darkness or craving for that peace and, you know when people do experience peace that are so caught up on the darkness it's typically they push it away or they find try to find the darkness in the peace or they try to find a a problem in the peace right and it happens like that in our mind right if our mind is constantly focused on darkness and is constantly focused on our past we are going to we're going to push away new experiences new feels that are good for our nervous system but we're just not familiar with it our body is not familiar with it and so it's just, you know, it's good for us to call our power back when you feel those moments and you feel those feels of I don't like the way this feels anymore, right? Whether it is just certain habits you have, whether it's certain addictions that you have, vices, whatever it is, and just kind of taking control of that so that you can not feel that way because you get addicted to not feeling good when you're so used to not feeling good. And it sounds so crazy, but it is the reality. And so give yourself a better experience when you start you know, feeling that anxiousness and you start feeling that, um, you know, those feels in, in, you know, in your body, you know, do your deep breathing. Play some empowering music that gets you back to where you need to be, to your center, that helps you remember the control and power you have over yourself only Um, and helps you push through and be open, right? Listen to Good and positive podcasts, right? Not podcasts that are appealing to your triggers and your darkness, right? Because it's easy to get caught up in that loophole to try to justify why you feel why you feel. Sometimes you don't have to always justify it. Like sometimes it just is simply what it is. And I know that the term, some people just hate the term, it is what it is, right? But it is what it is and it is what it ain't. And if What it is ain't what you want it to be. You got to figure out how to maneuver that. You have to figure out how to change that. And it takes time and it takes work to be in the present, but you can do it, right? You can do it. You can, you know, allow yourself the freedom and allow yourself the ability to just be you and tap in. Sometimes you won't always have the answers and that's okay. And when you realize that you won't always have the answers and you won't always have this shit figured out. And honestly, life is so unpredictable and it comes with so many ebbs and flows that baby, you just got to figure out how you going to coast in it. And just stay in your own lane and stay in your own journey and stop worrying about everything and everyone outside of yourself and past shit. Then you're able to really like Chill. Um, One thing when one me and one of my friends share, we're talking about this um, the other day because I had reposted this post and it was talking about how um, like how people will try to weaponize um, God don't play about me. And the girl was saying that she um, on Twitter, she was saying that you know, God also doesn't play about your enemies. And I realize that a lot of the times, and I've said this before, and me and Cher had this comment, God doesn't play about any of us. I think that any energy that we put out, right? Anything, any energy you put out to the universe comes back. It may not come back in the same way, but it does. But I think that our ego has us so entrapped on people that have done certain things or certain environments that have caused us to feel certain things that we want to see people that do things to us suffer, right? We ultimately, like, I'm not we currently, but a lot of people do, right? Um, And so, like, you see people all the time, they're like, yeah, people did this to me, and I don't wish them the best. And I feel like, even though that's valid, right? You may have had an experience to the point where you're like, you know, I don't give a fuck. But I think that one thing that we have to do as people, because my old self, like, maybe eight years ago, seven years ago, I was definitely one of those people where I would be like, I'm waiting on that shit to like, I was that person. Like I would just sit there and be like, mm-hmm. and I eventually got to a point of life. Like I'm sitting here looking at what they doing. They did me wrong, but their life still keeps going. My life is still going to keep going. And so my life is stagnant because I'm so busy on looking at what they got going on that maybe if I just live my life and do me then I won't be so worried about what that person has going on or what those people have going on. Even though, you know what I'm saying? I feel like they may have drugged me by my hair and left me in the mud and left me for dead, child, right? Um, If you focus less on the people that have done you wrong and more on you, you're able to enjoy the present moment. When you wish bad on people, when you curse other people, you curse yourself. Right. That's the reality. Right. We can't we can't only use what goes around and what you put out is what comes back when it's for our benefit. That applies to everything. Right. That applies to everything. Every moment. You can't just use that when you want to use it. So when you look at things from that standpoint and be like, you know, I don't like the way that made me feel. I don't like that experience, but I got to figure out what I'm going to do about it now. And what I'm going to do about it now is put myself in a position to where I'm able to. You know, feel what I feel during this current time and move past this and find ways that help me move past this so that I can live a more enjoyable life. Because when you start wishing bad on people, whether that's that old boss, whether that's that friend, whether that's that old person you were talking to, the last relationship you had, your mama, your daddy, whatever it is, right? Whatever the trauma is, whatever the trigger is, you balance out the scales because everything is energy. Everything is energy. So yes, you know, your your people are still going to continue to live life. Yes, life is going to continue to go on. And it's fucked up as it is, right, as uncomfortable as it is, life just keeps going, baby. And so because we know that life is going to become, that is going to keep going with or without us, right, you learn to just release, forgive, reflect, accept, and move forward. And life becomes easier, right, don't do that to your nervous system, don't put your mind through that, don't put your heart through that, clear out those shockers, baby, okay, while you're sleeping, I, when I sleep, I like to listen to, um, I have a playlist, or I have a couple playlists that I listen to, right, and, um, to help clear out my shockers, and it's work, right, it, and you're not just gonna listen to a meditation, um, And a chakra clearing meditation one night and just like, okay, my chakras are like, you got to keep doing it, right? You got to move your body, you have to that we talk about yoga, and we talk about, you know, exercise so much, because it's good for the body, but it also releases any of that stored energy in your body in your chakras, right? So You know, we talk about dancing, moving our hips, right? We talk about the solar plexus, the heart chakra. And if you can clear your heart chakra and you can clear your root chakra and you can clear your solar plexus and you can clear your third eye and you can clear your throat chakra and you can clear, you know, (laughs) you know, if you can clear all of these chakras. um, And really what that is, is just kind of addressing, right? When you think about your third eye and your intuition, Um, and what you see, how am I going to change my perspective and my, for my highest good so that I'm not seeing everything the same toxic way, right? In my heart, what do I need to release out of my heart so that I'm able to open my heart up to what is for me, whether that be opportunities, friendships, relationships, um, or just a level of self-love that I didn't expose myself to before. Right. When I talk about the when you talk about the root chakra. Right. When we talk about our root, you know what that is. Right. What type of traumas? Right. How can I open up my root chakra to be able to to, you know, feel to tap into my my sensuality? Right. You know, with my solar plexus, how am I able to allow creativity back into my life? Like when you think about how your all of these past things that you have stored inside of you are affecting your body, affecting your creativity, affecting the way that you perceive things, affecting the way that you love yourself, affecting the way that your body reacts and affecting even your health. You start to really be like, nah, I can't continue to go like that. I need to really focus on the present, and it's gonna be a constant thing we go throughout life. You're never gonna stop experiencing life, so why not take the shit by the fucking horns and ride it out, right? And figure out how to make it better for yourself. You only get one life. You only get one experience in this current vessel, right? And we, I feel, I was listening to Michael Beckwith, um, and I forgot the name of this um sermon but he was talking about how um we talk about reincarnation like after we leave like this physical realm but you reincarnate yourself multiple times in this current body because you're constantly changing you're constantly evolving but do you want to reincarnate into uh like in a to be worse off or do you want to be better off do you want to continue to change and grow to be better right or do you want to kind of like regress and limit yourself and be worse and when you kind of look at things that way and when you um really start being loyal I was also listening to one of his um sermons as well it's called being loyal to your soul and um it's so weird because I kept seeing like people either I saw like that his this sermon was like from a year ago I think The um, be loyal to your soul one. And then I saw someone tweet it on Monday and I was like, oh my God, that was for me. And being loyal to your soul is just not carrying around all of that baggage, not carrying around all of that animosity and just letting things be like, and I say this on the podcast all the time, but one thing that life will continue to do is show you exactly, it will kind of continue to enhance Certain things you already know and you want it to enhance the right things, right? You don't want it to enhance the badness. You don't want to continue to experience the same things. You want to continue to experience the goodness, right? There are certain things that like we can't, like we want to redo, but we can't. And we want to figure out, but we can't. And we want the answers too, but we won't ever have them. And the biggest part of being in the present is acceptance. Accepting the things that you can control, accepting the things you can't control, accepting um, what it is that you want to do and how you want to show up for yourself in order to live a more fulfilling life and granting yourself that you know, it's important that we um, learn our traumas and how we can adapt to them and being honest with the people around us in our lives about what it is that we're feeling and why we're feeling that way so that they know how to show up for us. The people that want to show up for us, when people want to show up for you and be genuine and, 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 you know, be there alongside you, open yourself up to receive that. Open yourself up to be in receptive mode. Don't, you know, continue to block your blessings with your mind and with your past and your traumas, you know, you have to own that shit and, and grab it and take control of yourself and take control of your life and stop allowing just outside shit to fuck with you. Um, and yeah, y'all. So as you guys know, I always have to end um, each episode with some affirmations. So here we go. I deserve amazing things in life. I am not my past mistakes. I will always give myself grace. I see myself, I value myself, and I hear myself. I reclaim my power. I reclaim my time. I attract renewed positive energy and health. Mind, balance, happiness, and joy. I reclaim my pure and beautiful essence. I love myself. I prioritize myself. I'm special. I don't need validations from others because I recognize myself. So as always, you guys, like I always, say be amazing do great things stay focused stay balanced and protect your energy may you be filled with love light and all of that other good shit i will see you guys tomorrow on Thursday it is March happy March get those goals down for March y'all you know love on yourself give yourself a big hug for making it halfway through the week y'all okay this is a long episode but I hope you like it I hope it, it I hope it fed you, so baby I hope it gave you what you needed um so I hope that everybody has an amazing and a beautiful rest of their day I will see y'all tomorrow okay peace out